you need more peace, assurance, and power in your life? Do you need to hear God's voice clearly and receive his guidance? We all do. And you'll find all of this and more on Elevate the Day podcast. Each week, you'll get practical tips on how to grow your relationship with God, develop a habit of daily Bible reading, and apply its wisdom to live life as an overcomer in Jesus. Are you ready to start? Let's go. Today's Elevate the Day podcast is brought to you by Living Kingdom Ministries. Are you looking to grow or develop the evangelism ministry in your church? Well, Living Kingdom Ministries was founded in 2015 for the purpose of equipping the church body for the ministry of reconciliation. Lee and Robin McElfresh have a heart to help you become the fishers of men that God has called you to be. Through the leading and guidance of the Holy Spirit, they have developed an exciting and engaging fishing-themed evangelism course called The Catch. The primary goal of The Catch is to help you build your confidence in your understanding of Scripture understanding God's heart, and provide tools to use in your evangelism efforts. With the knowledge obtained in this extraordinary seminar, along with your obedience to the calling of God to reconcile His children back to Him, you can influence others in making the greatest decision of their lives. The Catch has been a fantastic help for pastors and churches in the launch, as well as the growth of their evangelism ministries. To learn more about Living Kingdom Ministries, visit livingkingdomministries.org. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Elevate the Day. We're so happy to have you here. My name is Jennifer Cavello and I am joined by you know who, Karen Jensen Salisbury. Hey everybody, good to see you today. I hope that everyone's having a great day. Karen and I are excited to be uh, coming to you again and talking with you with words of encouragement and um, information and knowledge about God's word so that you can get revelation about how you can use it to change your life. And that's really what we're here to do, right? Is to help you to renew your mind with God's word so that you can use it to make those changes on the inside um, that'll hopefully come out on the outside (laughs) as we all strive to to walk in love in a world that is um, not so much walking in love these days. So. But we're, we're here to be good examples of, of the love of Christ. And today we think we've got a wonderful topic to help you do that. And it is from our um, lovely Elevate the Day devotional, right? 365 days of goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. And um, so today we're looking at the entry on October 3rd, and it's called Three reasons I refuse to hold a grudge. Yikes. So we're going to chat a little bit about how to not have a grudge, not to have a fence or let a fence build up in your life. Because, you know, the Bible does say in these end days, people are going to get easily offended. And there's lots of ways for people to get easily offended. So Karen's got three great tips here. I'm going to turn it over to her and... um, and let's find out how we can not have a grudge anymore. Yeah, you know, it's just like Jen said, it's so easy to get offended, isn't it? And I think especially even in church, man, because I maybe we expect Christians to act better and then they do something that ticks us off, you know, like sit in our pew or cut us off in the parking lot or not yeah. say hi to us or say hi to us mean or, you know, yeah. it's just so easy. And, and I mean, it feels real. 
you know, like you, you really do deserve to be offended, but I'm telling you, be careful of offense because the devil, the devil knows that when there's unity, there's power. Right. And so he's always trying to pit us against each other, you know? And so first I would encourage you, and I do this in my classes when I teach at Rama, is go to first Corinthians 13 in the amplified Bible verses four through eight and write it out, put your name in it. I am patient and kind because it's the love chapter, right? Love is patient. Love is kind. Love endures long. Love is takes no offense. Love believes the best of everyone and read it over yourself every day, because it's, that's the truth. That's the power that's how to keep, that's how to walk in the kind of love that keeps you out of offense and into unforgiveness. And I always tell people, you know, when I'm talking to Christians about unforgiveness, I don't say, are you walking in unforgiveness? Because all Christians say, no, 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 I forgive them. It's, you know, it's okay. And so, because we know we're not supposed to hold a grudge, right? We know we're supposed to forgive. So we say, you know, I'm no, I forgave them, but right. Actually, technically I wrote a book with that very name. I forgive you, but because there's a stipulation (laughs) yes and the but part of course is what you really are feeling in your heart and mind so I always say instead are if you are you walking in forgiveness I say have you been hurt and you know hello who would say no if you've been alive longer than 15 minutes somebody has hurt your feelers they just have right And so we need to be aware of that. We need to take hold of what the word of God says about that and kind of be bulletproof. Really, if first Corinthians 13, four through eight, will help you be bulletproof. And so the, in the, in the devotional that Jen, Jen just mentioned on October 3rd, three reasons I refuse to hold a grudge. Number one is because unforgiveness is going against God's principles. Mm. See, the only way God looks at humans is through the lens of forgiveness because of what Jesus has done for us. He has forgiven us. Mm. And there's so many scriptures in the Bible about forgiveness because, of course, you and I didn't deserve to be forgiven, but Jesus forgave us anyway. While we were yet sinners, he died for us. I mean, you know, that explains it right there. And so God's method of dealing with humans is forgiveness. And when you step out of forgiveness into unforgiveness, you're going against his principles. You can't expect the blessings and the things of God to work in your life when you're going against his principles. It says, if I don't choose to deal with people in the same way God does, then I'm disobeying his many admissions to forgive. And I can expect the result of that in my life. I can't go against God's nature and expect his blessings to flow to me. Yikes. That's number one reason. Number two reason I refuse to hold a grudge is if I hold a grudge, I'm clogging my blessing pipe. I call it clogging my blessing pipe. Okay. All of God's blessings are always flowing to us in Christ. Ephesians one, three, but when we disobey him, that clogs the pipe sometimes or something is standing between us and the blessings. And that thing is unforgiveness. See unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other guy to die. Mm. It's eating your lunch. It's killing you, right? Number three reason I refuse to hold a grudge. Unforgiveness puts me outside of God's promises. When I do choose to forgive, I'm living like God lives. I'm in his domain, which means that all he is and all that he's promised is available to me. He lives in forgiveness land. It's a way of life. And so I want to live in forgiveness land. How about you? Now, I know there are things that have hurt you. Maybe it's, you know, I've had people say to me, I I just can't forgive. You know, I've tried, but the feelings keep coming back. I understand that. And that's why I wrote a book because really this is called three 
steps, three steps that can heal your heart forever. And so it's actually one, two, three, here's how to do it. Because sometimes the pain is very deep. Sometimes if you told Jen and I your story, we would agree. Yes, that is terrible. Mm -hmm. But the only way you're going to get free of it, don't let stupid people keep you in bondage, right? Let it go. Let it go. Yes. Let it go. Be free to walk into your bright future. So this book, that's why I wrote it. It's kind of a tool. It's a tool to help you, especially if you've tried to forgive and you're still feeling the pain. Amen. Amen. And, you know, I, uh, I was just thinking, as you were talking, I was like, but you don't know what happened to me. Exactly. You know, you don't yeah. know what they did. And, you know, you're right. Uh, yeah. And even if I did know what they did, um, you know, it, it's the impact, the, the hurt is still within you. But mm -hmm. here's the thing. I, I think a lot of times we try and forgive on our own. You know, right. we try and muster up the, the, the will and the strength to forgive. And we can't do it. We need, we need God's help. We need the love of God. We need to see this person through that same lens that God sees them. And that's through the lens of love, the lens of, of uh, Jesus. And sometimes, you know, for those small hurts, which do happen every day, right? You know, the, the customer service person is mean to you or, you know, whatever. Those, those little hurts that happen, I think sometimes it's helpful to separate the action from the person and, and look at it objectively, especially if, you know, this is not something that person normally does, or that's not how they normally act. It's like, wait a minute, this, this isn't jiving, you know? So it, it makes it a little bit easier, not easy, but easier to say, you know what, I forgive the you know, uh, I'm going to just let go of this action because it doesn't match up with the person. And it really helps you to see that person a little bit differently and let go of the offense. Because here's the thing. If you don't let go of the little offenses, they're going to get to be big offenses. And then the grudges and then the, the division and then, the you know, it just kind of gets worse and worse and worse over time. And so within this forgiveness realm, I, I do think there's also a place to have a chat with that person. I mean, if they're continually doing something that is really hurting you, you know, it might just be time to sit down and have a little come to Jesus talk and in love, in forgiveness and resolve the differences because it could just be, they're going through a really tough time and yeah. they're just not themselves. And, you know, what would Jesus do? Well, and sometimes, like you said, Jen, sometimes people don't mean it at all. And then, you know what? Sometimes they do. <laughs> but, but go free anyway. Freedom, you know, forgiveness is freedom. And, and I like that you said that about having a chat with them, because the answer to that and a thousand other questions are be led. You know, yeah. the Holy Spirit is going to help you. And that's really in the book. There's just tons and tons of scripture that washing, washing, washing of the water of the word that helps you to forgive when you can't do the forgiving yourself. But then, but then, you know, sometimes we think, well, they don't deserve to be forgiven. You know, like if we sat around in a group of you and me and Jen, and we, we all decided what they did to you was so terrible. They don't deserve to be forgiven. Mm -hmm. You know what? We don't talk about the D word because if we all got what we deserved, we die and go to hell. See? Yeah deserving doesn't have anything to do with in fact do you know what the other person doesn't have anything to do with forgiveness it has to do with you going free right. and sometimes they will never admit they're wrong you know sometimes i think we think that forgiveness is optional 
And mm -hmm. if I'm feeling really good today, I'll forgive you. And if you're really, really sorry, I'll forgive you. You know what? <laughs> Sometimes they're not sorry at all. Sometimes they will never admit what they did was wrong. And that just makes us so mad. We want to punch them, but go yeah. free anyway. Yeah. You know, the best revenge is to go free. Forgive them anyway, not because they deserve it or because they're really, really sorry, but because so many places in the word God says, if you don't forgive, I can't forgive you right. or you know, leave it, let it go, let it drop. Why? Because he knows that it's forgiveness. Remember the time that Peter comes up to Jesus and said, how many times do I need to forgive my brother? Seven times. He's using all of his faith. You know, Peter's like, I'm being spiritual here. Seven times I'm willing to forgive him. And what did Jesus say? Mm, no, yeah. 70 times seven. Not so much. Yeah, that's 490 times. And I don't think that Jesus meant on the 491st time you can hold a grudge. Right. I think what he meant was forgive, 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 because that's freedom for you. Amen. And and it's a lifestyle. You know, exactly. I think we need to live in a lifestyle of forgiveness as opposed to, a, you know, okay, I, I forgave this person in, you know, 1980. And, you know, yeah, you know, so we, we want to, um, you know, unclog the, um, the unforgiveness. Pipe. We need a little divine Drano, you know, <laughs> <laughs> to open up the forgiveness pipe, to open up, um, you know, because we do want the blessings of God. And, 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 you know, and I'm not talking about blessings like, you know, we want the cars, the houses and, and all of that, but we want the protection. We want the provision. We want the healing and all of that. Well, that's the blessings of God. And, um, and, and so we want to have that lifestyle of walking in forgiveness and loving our neighbor, right? Yes. Loving our neighbor because that's what we're commanded to do. One of the greatest commandments. With God's supernatural love. Aren't you glad Romans 5, 5 says the love of God has been shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. So we are just yielding to that love. Like Jen said, we can't do it in our own self. But when we rely on God and we go to him and we go to his word and we say, Father, I want to forgive this person. Help me. He's going to. Of course, he's going to help you. Yeah. He, he doesn't say no. Never. <laughs> He's not going to say no to forgiveness. So, so anyway, check out Karen's book. I, I forgive you, but, um, and focus more on the, I forgive you than the, but part, <laughs> but you can head over to her website, Karen Salisbury.org and, and pick that up. Um, and it's going to be a blessing. She always gives a, a free little snippet so you can read a little bit of all of her books. So make sure you pick that up um today and, and of course you know pick up a copy of our devotional it's um yes. you know makes a great gift and uh before you know it it'll be someone's birthday anniversary yeah. celebration and christmas makes, yeah, christmas exactly um so uh you know this makes a great gift and um you know it's a blessing and we're so grateful to everyone who has uh, shared with their thoughts with us about how it's being helpful for them in their lives. So until next week, God bless you and keep you and have a wonderful day. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Elevate the Day podcast and are encouraged to read your Bible every day. To help you develop this important habit, we have the Elevate the Day devotional. Here you will find 365 days of encouragement, inspiration, and practical wisdom to strengthen your faith and get closer to God. There's also an Elevate the Day journal to record your prayers and insights as you read the word. 
Get your copy today at elevatetheday.com or karensalisbury.org. Be sure to tune in every week and subscribe to Elevate the Day on YouTube. You can also go to elevatetheday.com to catch up on past episodes. See you next week.